Yeah, I think I I embrace you in in some in some way. I embrace the the I embrace your your energy and that's awesome man come on dudes Listening to the Moron Bro Show here at RealPunkRadio.com. My name is Keegan. I'm CJ. And this week we are joined by. You can introduce yourself. Fantastic. Fantastic. (laughs) Sorry. I'm Chris from Big Brother. (laughs) I'm sorry. We should have ran you through that instead of uh, an hour about (laughs) Hanson. I enjoyed the Hanson conversation. Oh man, Chris from Big Red, what's going on, dude? Thank you for joining us. Oh, uh, same as I believe the rest of you. Just uh, getting in my uh, late night toke. Right, hell yeah, dude. I mean, honestly, if if somebody is enjoying this uh, this show, other than when they're just chilling out enjoying a toke, I I I don't. I, I, Except I mean, for Rourke, who just madman bikes across Japan. Right, of course. Listening to this on a Bluetooth speaker. <laughs> so all the people around him are also listening to the Moron Bro show. Right. You'd think, you, Which is you know what? It's a dangerous game to play, dude. Really, it is. Because you're really, you're really playing on whether or not we listened to the songs we're playing before we yeah. played them. Or if the people around you understand English. Right. Oh, God. Out of context, even in context, some of the conversations we have are just ridiculous. Yeah. I can't, I can't imagine. Oh, uh, English. I mean, you can get away with it in Japan. R- Rourke obviously does, but mostly people going to speak Japanese at you. Like, 
the, the English warnings are for like tourists. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because he's just rocking like he's rocking me on a Bluetooth speaker going, send us a picture of your poop and we'll guess what you ate. Right. Yeah, that know, happens. I can only imagine what the the Japanese public think about that. You know, CJ recent <laughs> <laughs> recently, CJ, you've told people about that seg like the send us a picture of your poop and we'll guess what you ate thing. And like the people you've told have seemed genuinely interested, and I'm so afraid yeah, to check yeah, our email. That's the thing is, like, everybody always acts like they're going to do it, and then they never do it. Yeah, that's they true. Don't, they don't send you pictures of their poop? No. We've only had one person Please. do it. Can oh, you guess who Can you guess who it was? It was Rourke? It sure oh, was. <laughs> Amazing. The, Amazing. The greatest you know, no wonder I get along with this guy. All right, so... <laughs> DJ, since uh, last night I sent you uh, the link to Wildcard, um, our bass player like loves to just every time he's got like a really big log, take a picture of it and send it to the rest of the band. You gotta start oh. guys, look, look! Oh, I know what he eats: pizza or chicken. He's like a picky four-year-old. What would you like <laughs> on your pizza? Pepperoni and cheese. All right. You, yeah. you want any other toppings? Do you want to live a little bit? Nah. <laughs> Yeah. Bro, that's him in a nutshell. Man <laughs> after my own heart. That's me too. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, we're just we're I, just I two degenerate stoners. No, no, I, I, like don't get me wrong. I love the classics. Pizza and chicken like that is great. I'm eating taco pizza is also good. I get the munchies. Right. I just start going oh, yeah. like ham and just like putting random shit together. Uh, <laughs> it's like Grandma's Boy at three in the morning. I don't know what the Gosh. hell you are, but I'm gonna fucking eat you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to oh. keep, I, like, I, I was snacking a bunch, so I tried to, like, not buy snacks for the house, you know? But then, right. the, that means the only snacks I have in the house are edibles. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. That's a vicious cycle, you know? It's a bit, yeah, it's a dangerous game you're yeah. playing. I want a sweet, but it's a brownie, but the brownie <laughs> will get me more high than I already am. But yeah. all I want to do is satiate my hunger. But then I'll have oh more God. munchies. That's Dude, such that... a vicious Ouroboros cycle, man. <laughs> Dude, I live in it all the time. It's like when I switch to the sugar-free monsters and they make me crave candy. And it's like, ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. Like, what you realize dude, the real addiction is refined sugar. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's so bad. Well, because, like, and then the aspartame, like, Monster does not go easy on that shit. So, like, you fucking, you drink a couple of them white can monsters, and next thing you know, you're just, like, four Snickers deep. Like, oh, my God, what have I done? Like, it makes you crave, it makes you crave sugar more. It makes your body think that you've had less sugar. It's That's nuts. the real addiction that we all suffer from. Right. White refined sugar. Oh, uh, dude, I honestly didn't really. It's so good. It, it is, but there's also like a point where taste and stuff just gets lost behind sweet. Yep. Yeah. And I, I, the terrible part of like coming back from Japan is just the quality of food where you're like, this donut isn't even sweet, but all the other textures are there. And all the other things. <laughs> right. You're like, this is the perfect donut for my coffee right now. Like, <laughs> how does this work? Why does this work? I, I, I guess that's like things to think about after the, that travel that I was uh, like on about. It's like, oh, yeah, 
I was coming down off of not smoking poppers anymore after traveling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, also being a North American, I was probably having a little bit of withdrawal from my normal, like, sugar routine. Right. Oh, damn. That's the one thing that's weird, at least in the convenience stores when I'm there, is that Coke and, like, all of those products are the ones that are fully in stock. And everything really? else is what's constantly flying off the shelves. So it's like, yeah, it's too sweet for them. They don't like it like that. It's like it's a, a mixer in something. Um, and well, and that they yeah, didn't like, like they don't like refine like the. Said, I can't eat a cannoli. It's just too sweet. Really? Yeah. Oh. I've had cannolis from some of the the finest uh, Italian fucking delis that Chicago has to offer. I mean, can't I'm do it. When I make it to Chicago, now I've got an extra thing on top. Pizza and cannolis. Fantastic. <laughs> Two things. Sorry, pizzas, cannolis, and sausages. Is that what the town yes. is? Oh, sausages for sure. Yeah, yeah. You got to try some. Yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect. All right. Yeah, that's that's going to be a couple of slow, sluggish days. Oh, dude, they, like, <laughs> the, the, entire, the entire Midwest is just cheese and sausage. My guy. Honestly, there's a couple of neighborhoods. <laughs> there's a couple of neighborhoods. I would I would strongly suggest the burritos as well. That's, if you're in Chicago. That's something true. I don't feel that would. Is it going to bog me down? Is it like eating? Because right. I, I watch from afar because we have like no deep dish spots here in the city. I'm like, oh, that looks like half a wheel of cheese. We talked about right? this actually in our last episode yeah. with Matt Wicks. We're going to become like, the next barstool sport. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but like, yeah, if you're getting deep dish, man, like you, you got to do some stretching beforehand. Like, yeah. there's got to there, there's like there's like a planning that goes into it. Like, okay, I'm eating I'm eating deep dish at four. So like, don't eat anything past eleven. But before eleven, make sure that you eat something kind of heavy. Make sure you got a shit bucket in the tour van. Have like yeah. five cannolis. Eat all, <laughs> yeah, all the ricotta cheese you can. There deep you go. fried shells. And you should be good until you have the big baked. Are you from half- Chicago? Because it sounds like you know exactly the routine. I mean, that's, yeah. No, 100%. Uh, uh, our big thing here in this, uh, like in Toronto, was uh, Sicilian style. So okay. like the, the oh, okay, flat, which that is uh, like, like really the main style of pizza a lot of people are eating in Chicago. Right, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm meaning like in the sad aspect of that, that's even gone like the way of the dinosaur here. Slowly, everybody has moved into like just terrible pizza, not very good by any means. We like to tell uh-huh. each other that it's good, and then you go there and you're like. Have you ever left Ontario? Have you ever gone somewhere else? This is pretty terrible. I mean, you, all you got to do is drive down to Detroit, and you got the fucking king of pizza right there. Yeah, it's, everybody in Canada is like, the first couple of miles of Detroit, you might die. It's like, all right, that's a good way for tourism. Welcome to Windsor, where you're stopped before death. Like, well, and awesome. pizza, and pizza. You know, you got to list that too. And pizza. Death I mean, and pizza. Pizza. Death pizza. Well, I mean, like, you, you, I hear they got good pizza. They got Mama's pasta. What, or what is it? Mama's spaghetti. No, oh, yeah. yeah. Mama's spaghetti. spaghetti. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm <laughs> the streets being like, yo, I'm selling cheap spaghetti, but you can get it from me now. Um, But, like, I'm meeting the machines and everybody are down there. And, like, everybody just, it's like, 
It's like uh, the beginning of a bad season of TV, right? Somebody tells you something and they're like, oh, yeah. Like, for instance, my buddy is with Game of Thrones uh, for the, his pitch to get me to watch it. He's like, Game of Thrones. All right, sounds cool. It's a fantasy thing. All right, sweet. Quincest. I'm like, that's terrible. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I just killed the pitch, man. Um, right. I, I have no interest in that. Okay, next that? week. Why was that in the pitch? <laughs> Why was that? It was in just the, the whole thing, dude. I spent two seasons not watching Game of Thrones because that was his pitch at me. I still have It was like it. a main plot point for watching it. I'm like, it's like it shows up once in a while, and it's so, like, is that guy but, in but prison now? Or? What? <laughs> the guy, who, <laughs> yeah, who was like twincest. You should watch it because of that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, who knows? At this point, it's been a long time since I've seen that guy. But uh, I'm meaning, if if you were down in, uh, I guess, what is it? Uh, the bad jokes of Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe that's the pitch for that demographic. True. True. Yeah. 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 I haven't gotten. I mean, for somebody, it was probably the right episodes, pitch, but it was the pitch to me. <laughs> yeah, we got two episodes in. Uh, I, I got I got CJ two episodes into Game of Thrones, and he he hasn't gone any further. But we were gonna oh, try so and watch. He, the, yeah. he got to the twist test, and he was like, "Yeah, yeah. I'm all good. I'm out." Uh -huh. Pretty much. That's like, exactly. this is exactly why I said I wasn't going to watch this. <laughs> we were, we were, we were doing, we were trying to do a series where, like, we did, uh, like, a we react. Like, like we watched too real. Yeah, like where we watched uh, the show Game of Thrones together and recorded it. And like, yeah, literally, we got to the end of episode two, and CJ was like, "Yeah, this is fucked. I'm good." Yeah, we're going to call like, it Game okay. of Thrones. No, you, you know why it's so screwed up, CJ? Is because that's actually how monarchies lasted and ruled for the last like you know forever oh before yeah the last oh, absolutely years. yeah you're just like, they're all hemophilia that's too real why is right. that so real all of a sudden we got to keep the bloodlines yeah that's nationalism and it's highest like get away from me <laughs> <laughs> i was more of a silicon valley guy at that time right uh, and, and you know <laughs> it'll happen mike judge but, speaks to me that's true. If you look at all the iconography of our show and everything about it, it is pretty much. Oh, Mike Judge is amazing. <laughs> I'm meaning idiocracy. Don't we live in that at this point? Are we in that timeline yet? Almost. 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 Costco Almost. is the end all, be all of civilization. They give out well, here's, law degree. But here's here's the difference, though. This is the this is the the fatal difference. Is that like the people who are making everyone stupid are meaning to do it? It like it was a happy accident before. Like it was all just about in the movie. It's all about just breeding, and everybody got dumber. But now it's like no, nah, people are making us dumber. Like people are trying to make everyone stupid. There's people who are like definitely puppeteering a lot of bullshit. Oh, for what, sure. But the I, weed gets fucking I mean, much stronger than it is. I'm I'm gonna be absolutely brainless. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's what they're. That's you know. Hey, that was their plan all along. To I hope so, dude. I hope so. I'm ho I'm really I'm really hoping they get me there. <laughs> this is one spider web I am willing to get yeah. caught in. Please yeah. fucking turn this. <laughs> Switch me off. Drain me, bro. Oh. <laughs> Oh shit! But this is our first episode 
of 2024. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. We're the Moron Bros. We are here for another fun week. We've got Hanson coming up. We've got uh, page 85, CJ. I think that's what we figured out. I have a famous footballman picked out, so we're ready to go with page 85. Uh, we've got our uh, death pool coming up. Uh, we just didn't hit even after two weeks of just sitting on them. So we're, we're, we've got more of that. We've got twofers. We've got do America. We've got two states that we're in for do America. We're in uh, Mississippi and Tennessee. So uh, uh, everybody get prepared for our Mississippi and Tennessee picks. Uh, yeah. Is there anything else we got to talk about before we get into everything, CJ? I mean, we already discussed, you know, send us a picture of your poop. We'll guess what you ate. Right. Of course. Of course. Uh, uh, Chris, I mean, is, uh, how, how was how was Japan <laughs> overall? How was the whole tour and everything that you've been up to? Oh, uh, honestly, when it comes to Japan, just mind-blowing. I... If I if I had the time machine that we were talking about earlier, <laughs> I could tell sixteen year old me that this stuff would have happened. I was, uh, I don't think I would have be- believed it in any right. Like, it's just it's such a good time. Uh, like, That's fucking awesome. Looking forward to seeing Rourke what he has to type back because he was even at one of the shows, right? Right. So, um, getting to chill with him. I, in fact, I missed the giant band come pie picture because I was so enamored talking about like different punk stuff with Rourke upstairs having a cigarette. <laughs> they couldn't awesome. find me. <laughs> like I'm left out of the really giant festival photo because <laughs> I'm just oh. sidetracked talking to Rourke. I mean, it, it was absolutely worth it though. Like there were other band pictures. I'll be back at some point. <laughs> right. I, whole night in itself was like amazing um that that's another thing that i'm i'm super jealous of you on is getting to hang out with rourke i i was the the best part of like cj's my buddy rourke's coming to the show he's a fan of moron bros and then all of a sudden it was like all right cool so we'll put him on list and the next thing i know i'm just meeting this super nice guy who's like (laughs) fucking love your band moron bros play you guys all the fucking time can i get a photo with you guys it's like (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely. In fact, let's take a bunch of them. But which That's one's so the cool. best one to send CJ right now? <laughs> well, I hit him with a flyer to one of the shows, and he's like, oh, it's too far from me. And then I was like, well, there's more shows you got to look, you know? And then the day of, he hit me up, and he's like, I'm going to see Big Brother. And I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Well, he also knew some of the people that um, like we were playing with in uh, yeah. Powerbot yeah, and say. Call Thirsty. Okay. Um, yeah, he's yeah. definitely, he knows his shit over there for sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's also, like, it's awesome. The festival that we played was very eclectic in the way of, like, who was playing. It's like, Big Brother's playing, and our Buds and Viawat, which are a two-piece electropunk band, are playing as the headliners. And before them, we have a four-piece opera singing Bon Jovi covers. (laughs) What? Yeah. That's (laughs) sick. Believe me. It, it was yeah they're called the legend i was like yeah you are you are a bunch of legends that's wild <laughs> Fucking uh, that is pretty crazy yeah there was also like another two-piece electro band from the uk some djs uh i think we were one of the bigger full acts of the evening because okay. it was an international music festival um 
and we were on the the main stage. All of the cool punk bands were on the oh, side yeah. stage. So I'm like, I'm watching the main <laughs> stage from the back room. I'm like, but isn't there like another band playing right now? Like, isn't Thirsty playing right now? <laughs> it, it, it was great. And even that one, like meeting Randy, he knew some people here in Toronto that I'm friends with, and I ended up bringing them like records back. Oh, sweet. Yeah. was like, hey, we, we got a record. All right, I'd like to buy your record. Wait, you know some of my friends. Here's like seven records. Make sure they get to the right people. <laughs> All right, cool. yeah. Cheaper than the mail. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. It's insane. Yeah, if try getting mailed, a pizza. Yeah, it's we crazy. mailed a pizza. I mean, it would be insane. Mm, yeah, it would because like the food laws are a little crazy. I if like, I would have known sooner, like a, a week or two sooner, that Rourke was for sure going to see you guys, I would have fucking uh, PayPal'd you a bunch of money to buy him pizza. Right. Oh, that would have been the easiest way. The worst to know about part it. is, I would have tried to take him to a place called Rocco's in Tokyo that does New York style. <laughs> <laughs> oh hell yeah! <laughs> it's like because, like, I'm not sure where else you'd go other yeah. than Domino's, and yeah. I'm like, Domino's is okay, I guess. Yeah. yeah, but a Domino's pizza in Japan looks to be like between 40 and 50 bucks. Yeah, no, it's yeah, not. It's yeah, incredible. No, yeah. It's incredible yeah. how expensive pizza is. And we owe him two. So it's crazy. Well, my favorite part is that of like that situation is like who I guess like large pizzas is like 100 bucks Canadian. You know, that <laughs> yeah. could literally feed Rourke three, yeah. like 100 bucks Canadian. That could feed him for a week. Right? <laughs> Like, and he could eat out at uh, Matsuya or like any of the Don Birdie places easily for a week by you himself. You now understand. You now understand our difficulty with getting this man a pizza. Oh yeah, it's it's a, <laughs> definitely a difficult commodity. It's, it's a logistical it's expensive. nightmare, dude. It's it's expensive for the local Japanese. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm trying to state. It's like you could have two pizzas, or you could eat. Like McDonald's, like a, a reasonable size to compare it to McDonald's is terrible. It's like you right. can have a reasonable <laughs> three course like meal of like having a salad and like a main course and like a pop or something for like five to six bucks. Right. Yeah, you restaurant. can do that for a whole week on just two pizzas. But hey, we owe it to Wild. him. It'll get to him. <clears throat> 2025, Rourke. I'll, I'll yeah. take you to Rocco's. Maybe. maybe <laughs> yeah. Maybe 2024 is the year, but we uh, we closed out the year with a great guest. We're starting off the year with a great guest. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we are going to get into it. The first thing that we do every single week here at the Moron Bros Show, after we talk extensively about Japan, is uh, our weeks in review through song. These aren't necessarily songs that describe our week. They could just be songs we've been jamming to all week. CJ, what do we got? I'm going with uh, the Dayglow abortions with two dogs fuckings. I've been using this album to troll people in PGA all weekend. That's awesome. And then I enjoy it and they hate it. And it's just, it's an all around win-win for me. Hell yeah. Chris, what do you got for us? Uh, I, as uh, you guys are uh, named after a no effects track and I've had a, a bit of a week of being stinky myself. Uh, it shows no effects is shower days, meaning I don't have to water ration, but I guess they do. 
Never right, been right, to California. Right. 2024, going to finally make it. Well, I think it was just that Fat Mike didn't like to shower in general. No. I think that was the that was that. But the, the, well, the water rationing is a real problem. No, no. I thought the water <laughs> rationing was based on area code. Like, you, if yeah. you were in a certain area code, you got certain days, right? So if you listen to his days, doesn't that tell you what part of Cali he was living in? Oh, Technically, yeah. without thinking about it? Yeah. Yeah. So you, if you ever question him and he's like, yeah, this is uh, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays, I just don't know what area code that would be. I'm not that involved in the shower days. I just know he doesn't <laughs> like to shower, which assumes that he's down with the crust punks, which I'm okay with. Word, absolutely. Yeah, he did that shit hard in the 90s. When we lived there, it was like crazy drought. Hmm. And then, Keegan, what are you going with? I am going with crass punk is dead because I got to do that thing this week where I show somebody Jeffrey Lewis and then they go, oh, I really like this song. And then I go, now here's crass. And then they go, oh my God, this is really good. And I go, yeah, I know. But you need the Jeffrey Lewis to appreciate the crass. So uh, it just reminded me of how much I like this song. I listened to it a couple times this week. So I'm going with crass. Punk is dead. All right. We got crass with punk is dead. No effects after that with shower days and the day glow abortions with two dogs fucking. You're listening to the Moron Bros Show here at realpunkradio.com. Let's check it out. Yes, that's right. My case that is just another trade, but I'm not a country mistake. But I'm not a rock of nasty chases. You're not a dish about my bits on the mothers. So it's very as proud about the clash. I'm a revolutionist, just a cash. I've become a fashion like him, but it's the beat. I can't be a dirty rock, mate. Let's ask the dance 
Fucking the Dayglo abortions there. No effects before that with shower days and crass with punk is dead. Those are our weekly songs. Um, but it's, 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 it's time. It's time for our do America segment. I almost forgot what the fuck we were doing. CJ. Holy shit. Uh, it is time for the do America segment. We are in Mississippi every single week. CJ and I, I, CJ and I are on a virtual road trip across the country trying to find bands from every single state. Uh, we're doing two states this week. We're doing Mississippi and Tennessee. We're in Mississippi first. Uh, new Georgia alert, I think, CJ. Uh, new place that's kind of a lot like Georgia in that it's hard to find bands. Wasn't a lot going on. Georgia was easy this time. It's no longer the Georgia of, Georgia, of, of the United States. But uh, it seems like Mississippi really grabbed that mantle because we were even trying to think of like bands that were just big at all from Mississippi, and we couldn't really find anything. Wonder what uh, the country Georgia is going to be like when we we broaden our horizons. A lot of accordion, I think. That'll be cool. Oh, I think there's there's accordions in Georgia. I don't know. I've never. Never heard their music coming from. I think I've heard some like metal bands. You know, metal bands be coming out of countries like that. Right. There's a there's a couple of UFC fighters from Georgia, and they walk out to traditional music. Okay. So that's that's what leads me to believe that there will be. All right. You know, <clears throat> so those are just, just, just polkaing down to the fucking octagon. Mm-hmm. Kinda. Yeah. But we're not. Uh, we're not here to talk about Georgia, CJ. We're here to talk right. about Mississippi. We're here to talk about Mississippi. My bad for bringing up Georgia so much in the preamble. Uh, Mississippi, you got, you CJ. Got me thinking. You got my brain going. I understand. I understand. CJ, have you been to Mississippi? Have I been to Mississippi? I think I've driven through Mississippi on my way to Florida once. Okay. That's not, it's not close, but were you going to the panhandle perhaps? Uh, I forget what we were doing. It was like a whole road trip thing. Like my grandpa was a big road trip guy. Oh, okay, right on. Chris, you been to Mississippi? Nope. I I have not been to Mississippi. Um, I haven't been. Th- I guess the, as far as states go, I've been to Indiana. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's that's about as far as I've gone. I've been to Indianapolis. 
Oh, okay. You flew into Indianapolis? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, kid. how'd you get just to Indiana? What yeah, a what a random spot within this country to visit. I uh, honestly, dude, uh, I'll give it. I I went there for something like my mom was on uh, like a business thing, and she had to bring me because my parents were divorced. So I okay. ended up in like a hotel in Indiana for like two days. And that my that's my experience of the U.S. in whole of my honestly, whole life. honestly, that's, that's a like pretty Indian, Indian yeah, Africa. pretty yeah. accurate pretty accurate experience for just how indiana feels is sitting in a hotel room for a couple days like that um, that is that's that's I, indiana. I, I, I meaning i had some surreal experience or and or a culture shock from like toronto to indianapolis like it it was a very interesting like besides the fact you guys got completely different chocolate bars that was one of the ones that my brain oh, as yeah. a kid was like oh, wow there's a whole different selection you here. You can't get an all-dressed chip for your fucking life around here, dude. No, but you can get, like, a reasonably sized, like, try-to-kill-you McDonald's meal. Oh, hell true. yeah. Yes. Yeah, you can. You can You can <laughs> eat You can eat enough grease in the morning to kill just about yeah, any living creature. We got a thing creature. called the Baconator here. Oh, yeah. yeah. It tastes like pure sodium. It, it, is that uh, Dave's finest? Yeah, sure. Yes, sure. Meaning, my favorite one of uh, Dave there is that he ate his hamburgers until he had a coronary of his own. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that yeah, he he's, drew. He's not afraid to go down with the ship, you know. And that he drew I'm, his daughter. I love that. Oh, it was like uh, I'm meaning that that one is sweet, and all of the NASCAR ads I remember of him eating <laughs> eating. A, here's a single of mine as I make a left hand <laughs> yeah. turn. Well, no, but no, 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 no. What I mean is, is that he drew her. Like she didn't, ex- she doesn't exist. She's not real. Wendy is not a real person. He just drew oh. a girl, said that's my daughter, then named his establishment Wendy's, and Wendy was just a concept. She's not real. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's fucking wild. That's my favorite thing about Dave Thomas. That's actually great. Can you think about any time that they just like put somebody with red hair in one of the ads after Dave died to like justify that Wendy exists? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Hi, and this is Wendy. Oh, awesome. A figment of your imagination as well. Yeah, exactly. That's what freaked me out. That's why I don't eat at Wendy's anymore, because I don't know what's in the meat. They're li- they were lying on the fucking on the fucking commercials. They were like, well, just, this is Wendy. Just know the, the, the chili is last night's patties. Yeah, the chili oh, is sure. Dave Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's Body. the problem. Yeah. yeah. It's just like Every manager. It's the body, and then Dave Thomas's famous yeah, cherry cream soda is the blood. <laughs> oh, is is it? Because I was about to be like uh, the seasoning for the chili is just like cremated Dave Thomas that they distributed <laughs> in small vials. Yeah. Be sparing when it runs out. Everybody will know this is day old, right? Right. <laughs> Pour a little bit of his soul into the meal. Yeah, even the fresh chili tastes a little old, and that's that's why age. A lot like uh, how high after you eat it, Dave Thomas just shows up and helps Bro, you uh, cheat yeah. on tests. Yeah, if you dude, if you're if you were trying to make square hamburgers, you 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 would find out real quick. He'd be like, "Hey, this is how you do it." Yeah, because that, that <laughs> was just, the thing you were having problems with your yeah, whole he life. Just, 
He just this shows round up. Bun right here. It needs to be a square because the cheese is a square. It makes more sense for the cheese and the bun. He's like, let me tell you, let me tell you. A lot of guys fuck this up, <laughs> but 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 you're not going to do it. Not today. Not anymore. I'm here for you, Big Hoss. Anyway, uh, so we're in Mississippi. We found bands uh, from Mississippi. Jesus Christ. How many to, how 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 uninteresting was the state of Mississippi that we just keep finding more interesting things to talk about? Uh, <laughs> I mean, what happens in Mississippi? I'd imagine they don't like abortion in Mississippi. Oh, for sure. I think that's, I think, a, that's a fair shot in the dark. To take. I think Mississippi that's a fair shot in the dark before so, the legalization. Uh, yeah, a fair shot on uh, history, there, my man. <laughs> <laughs> before legalization, I believe Mississippi was the only place that the United States government allowed for the growth of marijuana. Uh, they were that was where they used to grow church and stuff. I don't yeah, think they, they have they would a reggae scene then. They, you would think, right? But <laughs> it's. <laughs> Rhode Island had has a pr- a pretty good reggae insane no 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 CJ it's Rhode Island okay because yeah there is a big scene there yeah meaning like you're like the traditional place where they allowed the growth of marijuana is Mississippi and yet we had such a hard time like finding bands <laughs> telling me nobody was like just smoking a joint being like yo let's write some laid back shit man my understanding right. the weed they were growing was really <laughs> shitty well yeah because you'd think the best place to sell drugs is right next to the right next to the police precinct right because like that's that's the last place they're gonna look and you'd think in the same in the same way that the recreational marijuana would probably take off in Mississippi because like they're watching it you know but I guess not everybody's just trying to the weed is so bad it doesn't even inspire the musicians in our state we have to outsource something else it almost makes me want to try the weed (laughs) i want to get bad at music by smoking this weed i don't think they're growing that weed anymore well meaning uh, the other thing that we like you guys kept on coming across was that there's like a heavy vampire element in the state yes that is that is huge. And I, I had brought up the fact that in Mississippi, you don't need a building permit to just build on property that you own uh, in, in Mississippi. So I think that because of the people that move there to build castles, uh, because that's what I want to do really bad, um, is I think that there's probably, yeah, the goth scene there is just... block castles. Yeah. A lot of the goths are just like, there's a castle in my town, so I'm a goth now. And they're all making vampire music. They're all abandoned, even though they were only built like three years ago. My cell phone shoots really well, and our band will need a music video. What genre should we go with? Uh, Well, I think... (laughs) There is a castle on the edge of town. Uh, How do you feel about having a a lot of corpse paint? And, uh, you know, (laughs) we'll we'll film it behind uh, Miss Evergreen's giant mansion castle there. It looks nice. CJ brings up a good point that be, due to economic downturn, I bet a lot of the castles that do I get think built I think more, are abandoned. That, that's more due to uh, poor building. That too. Of the that castles. Too. Right. That, that I, sometimes they're uninhabitable, uninhabitable before they're even inhabited. True. True. So you have abandoned to, castles. Are, yeah. are you sure about that? Because we have Castle Loma here in the city, and the what? guy who built it. 
Yeah, there's a there's a big castle here in the middle of the city that a guy personally built, right? And he didn't even have enough money to finish it. So eventually it just became yeah, like a giant we're rooming house. about people educated by, by the public state of Mississippi. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you. <laughs> you go a little bit outside of Toronto, it's like going way back in the past, man. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, so there's a All castle. Right. There, I'm, I'm, still, I'm still on that there's a castle in the city of Toronto. Yeah, Castleoma. That's hey, fucking awesome. I'm going to look that up. Yeah, it, it's, it's really weird because it's like essentially a giant event space these days. I was going to say, um, I used to work at a castle uh, in, in college. I worked at a restaurant that was a guy built a replica of a Scottish castle uh, in just the middle of our fucking random ass town. Uh, and the people who bought it turned it into a restaurant and event space. And yeah, I, I used to just be a busboy and server. Well, uh, just imagine that somebody built a castle here in Toronto, didn't have enough money to finish it, died. Then everybody who was like, didn't have a home was like, let's inhabit this place. And then somebody bought it and turned it into an event space. Oh, that sucks. So there was a, when you said that a castle can't be inhabited, I'm like, nah, it's space. If you got open right. space, Whatever you want there. So long as it doesn't crumble on top of you, people will go in there. <laughs> I actually like that idea for alternate uh, housing. Just let's just start building unfinished castles in the middle of all of the t- of all of the cities, and naturally, your unhoused are now housed. They all now have a castle. CJ, this is our this is our middle ground between arming the homeless and and. Uh, Wait, and, so we're just, just giving them, them a home. Oh, if we're giving them a castle, we got to give them like catapults and shit too. <laughs> Crossbows. Yeah, for sure. I think <laughs> yes. they also get medieval weaponry. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm so into this, dude. Always arm the homeless. Always arm the homeless. Meaning anything could be a weapon. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Anything used in, in anything. I mean, like, I just, the uh, moment you, like, always arm the homeless, I'm just like, I think if you, like, a large rock. Yeah, will and intent can definitely yeah. make a weapon out of anything. <laughs> like, how, how did he use that, oh, Henry, violently? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So... Uh, we have bands. We have bands and music from Mississippi. God damn it, dude. Again, we found something more interesting than Mississippi to talk about. Uh, we, are, we are in Mississippi. We have bands. CJ, uh, tell us about your band, how you found them, what you like about them. Let's go. Uh, I'm going with N- N- Natarican, N- Nadrakan. They're a metal band. Okay. Uh, uh, their song's called Hallucinations of Owl Creek. I don't know. They just seemed like weird and dark. It was cool. Mighty Mississippi rolls on. <laughs> right. I am going with uh, Judy and the Jerks. Uh, and I'm going with what, Goosey yep. Girls. Goosey Girls, Goosey uh, Girls. Is, the name, is the name of the song. Uh, they were just in Indiana. Uh, they played a couple of shows in Indiana. And I was like, that's interesting. We still haven't figured out where they played, but uh, they played pretty close by, and I thought that was pretty cool. And they 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 go pretty hard. So I'm going with with Judy and the Jerks. 
All right, Chris, you brought up the vampire band. Yeah, I was about to say, uh, my choice. Uh, God, I wrote this. Uh, it's Vampire Coffin. V- vampiric Coffin? Vampire Vampir- Coffin, yeah. Vampiric Coffin. All right, there we go. Oh, with Lord of the Night, you know? Just to Lord of all the of the, I, all the God. Low key, it's probably the the best ripper out of these three songs. They're the vampire band fucking rips. <laughs> it is, yeah, they are fucking. They go pretty hard. It's crazy. We got Nadrakon coming up with hallucinations of Owl Creek, Vampire Coffin. After that, with Lord of the Night and Judy and the Jerks with Goosey Girls. You're listening to the Moron Bros Show here at RealPunkRadio.com. Let's check it out.
Cutie and the Jerks with the Goosey Girls Vampire Coffin after that. Ripping one out with Lord of the Night and Nadrakan with Hallucinations of Owl Creek. That was Mississippi. Thank you for having us in you. Uh, we are now moving along quickly to Tennessee. Uh, the the Rocky Moved the Rocky Mountain. So slowly. We did. We really took our fucking time. <laughs> we did. We took our time a lot. But hey, we're here now, and we are in the the Rocky Mountain, Tennessee. We're on the Rocky Top Mountain, Top Mountain, Rocky. Is they the do Rocky that song. Mountains or is it the Smoky Mountains? It's the, uh, I don't fucking know. The Rockies they do are in Colorado. The Smokies are in right, Tennessee. Right, the Smokies. Yep. You're right. You're right. I've been to, I have been to Tennessee multiple times. I drew I through it on my way to Florida once. That's the one, right? Nashville, Tennessee, yeah. fried chicken. Yep. Uh, that's, that's their, their regional eats. That is, that is what they are known for. They uh, I've been to barbecue game in Tennessee. Do- Dollywood. I've been to Dollywood. It was in Tennessee. That's in okay. Tennessee. I think uh, well, Elvis's house is in Tennessee. Graceland. It's in Mem- Memphis. Yep. Yeah. I haven't been to Memphis. I've been to Nashville, Gatlinburg, and uh, and Pigeon Forge, but I haven't been to uh, I haven't been to Memphis. I've been to all the white trash uh, white trash vi- vacation destinations. Okay, I've definitely <laughs> driven driven through on my way to Florida. The oh, a million times white trash yeah. location. <laughs> Uh, I I have well, once again never been to Nashville. Um, are Canadians basically? Are Canadians I, I, aware I, of like the the culture of white trash vacation destinations within the central United States? Yeah, like Bran- like Branson, our, Missouri. Have, oh, oh, yeah. No, trust we have our own white trash versions of that. Just oh, I, I undoubtedly city. imagine that you did. I just didn't know because if like they're, they're if it was like world renowned. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, hell oh yeah. yes! Oh yes, stressed. Uh, it's Canada. What is it? Some people have told me it's like being in North Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, we actually, I believe, we made a lot of those jokes when when we were in Minnesota and North Dakota and Montana. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually, uh, on my trip to Japan, I met a guy from Minnesota, and he was like, oh, yeah, you're just a, a, another separated state from us, aren't you? I'm like, oh, Jesus. Yeah, he, yeah you're not, not realizing, Not realizing that he is actually from the separated state from Canada. <laughs> he's like, he's just I, lives I in Canada judge. without, he, he lives in Canada without health care. Like, it's literally what it is. <laughs> <laughs> like, good job, bud. Oh, yeah. I, uh, in the way of... Uh, Tennessee-esque type stuff. You know what's funny? If you wanted to like drop it down, North by Northeast this year had a, a little festival here in Toronto called Little Tennessee. Okay. Okay. It was just artists from like Nashville and the surrounding area and stuff. Oh, and you like yeah. go through it. And it's like country artists, country artists, country artists, country artists. That's what Mono they do. They, yeah. <laughs> you know who Mono Neon is? Who's that? He's he's like this crazy funk guy. He's almost oh, like uh, like if the Zappa kids had an extra Zappa going on. Oh, hell it's yeah. like uh, wild. Uh, I worked the event, so it was just like King Calloway and another another country band and another solo country act and this country act and for tonight's headliner, Mono Neon. And this guy gets up. <laughs> 
and he, he literally has mono neon on pieces of paper taped to his shoes. But his shoes are spray painted neon yellow, and all of his colors that he's wearing is neon. He's just like playing away. I'm just listening to this. I'm like, you are not the band I expect. I was expecting another country band. <laughs> I was like, mono neon. Is that like something about like neon signs in the country? And it's like, no, this guy is funky and awesome. So yeah, you, I'm like, you, one redeeming you, factor on a weekend of a, a weird festival. You were thinking neon moon, and instead you got pumping out of a Dodge Neon. <laughs> oh. uh, I would reckon, you, you know, you're talking about big, big bro possibly doing the States would be uh, hitting up Stuck Lucky for the Nashville area. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, if there's a band. Dude, honestly, it, so... Very, right, very cool. Love guys. Stuck Lucky. Yeah. And Nashville, honestly, man, is a great spot for just playing any type of music. Like, it really doesn't matter. You can find a crowd. There's a lot of goobers. Yeah, people, people go to Nashville just to see music. Like, it's a it's a music tourist location. Yeah, uh, exactly. I'm, especially, I'm, I'm just going on in my head about all of the Elvis stuff, right? Like, you, you do have a lot of people down across that way yeah. of, like, walking to Memphis... Well, like Nashville, um, there's the Johnny Cash Museum, which was fucking sick. Actually, I really liked that. Oh, I didn't even think about that. And uh, that was it? Third Man Records was there. Jack Bla- uh, Jack White's fucking record label. Yeah, I'm meaning uh, would I'd consider it a me- like just a music city? Like if you go like yeah. Nashville, Tennessee, that's the first thing you you think of, right? Definitely country but, blues predominant, but mu- music all over the place. Oh yeah, I mean like got... production, like yeah. Yeah, not just blues and that, but I mean like yeah. a lot of the production houses and stuff were like oh, yeah. working out of there at a certain point. It's like uh, honestly, it was it, Opry, shit like that. Too. Well, it's like thinking about Detroit, right? You think about Detroit for a second, and the first two things that come to my mind is like cars, and then no cars, <laughs> and then you know, <laughs> music from the Motown era, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's like uh, is Detroit is also. I mean, the whole state of Michigan yeah. really has like the reverberations of just the music scene of Detroit being so good. Yeah exactly right just like nashville like it's actually funny i'm looking at a map right now i'm like they're not too far from each other like in line on the map <laughs> yeah i mean it's like a like, six hour drive to nashville yeah, north from and here. south but i'm meaning like if you went east to west to be in like the same area i guess it would land like nashville lands like on the other side of the lake oh. from you in chicago yeah it, like just on parallels like if we were looking at a globe it's not too far, but anyway, uh, <laughs> as we We're talk about in, everything but the state itself, <laughs> we are in Tennessee for our Do America segment. We are uh, finding bands at Tennessee. Like we said, pretty pretty easy to find bands. It was it was not too it's a, hard. It's a musical state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this uh, is kind of a music town too. Yeah, so it's just like they're all over it. Well, and it's close enough to the East Coast, close enough to like the Midwest. There's just so many different influences that all kind of confluence, conf, confluence, confluence. Right there, it's it all comes in right there. Amalgamate, amalgamate. There we go. That's another word we could use. We're Jill Matthewsing it out right now. Yeah. Um, but so what? So what music do we got for it, CJ? 
Um, I went with the, I'm so as soon as I seen the name of this band, I had an inkling that I was gonna for sure connect with it in some way. Okay, and that is a uh, guitar fight from Fooly Cooly. <laughs> yeah, and that was I'm going, just such a good name. It's so right. good. I'm going with their song. I hate this place, dude. Yeah, such a great fucking that song is is not necessarily characteristic of the rest of their repertoire, but the rest of their you repertoire. Can't get a hold is of Stuck Lucky. The next band I'd hit up to get book a show in Tennessee would be Guitar Fight from Fooly Cooly. Oh, absolutely. Only if they headline, and only <laughs> if the flyer for the show is based off of Fooly Cooly and is a guitar fight. <laughs> absolutely. I, I don't think that that, would, that be- would just. That would just be too good. I'm sure we could outsource the flyer on Fiverr. Right. If that's oh, too much shit. for them, I, I, I just don't know. I mean, it's Fiverr. <laughs> Is 10 bucks too much for a flyer? Somebody will do it for 10 bucks. The internet's a wild place. So, Chris, yeah. what, do you, what do you got for us from Tennessee? Uh, surprisingly, uh, without even having to really do much in the way of like, picking... Uh, I've already been listening to this band. Snooper is a really cool, like '80s hardcore revival type thing going on, um, and the track I chose was "Fitness" because I listened to it a lot this year, actually. Um, so that was that's a cool one. Fuck yeah! All right, <laughs> and I am going with "Be Your Own Pet." Never again. That's what you're going with. That is what I'm going with. Cool. I, I have a really bad habit of forgetting the songs and shit. Uh, yeah, this is a song that I was, or a band that I was like, oh, I know this fucking band. Uh, I've been listening to them for a while. I had no idea. But uh, yeah, they're from Tennessee. All right. We got Be Your Own Pet coming up next with Never Again. Snooper after that with Fitness and Guitar Fight from Fooly Cooly with I Hate This Place, Dude. You're listening to the more show here at Real Punk Radio Deco. Let's check it out.
yeah, I got best poser uh, down at the Louisiana Championships, and it is real important because your presentation as you as you are posing, you know, can help you to win or lose, you know, depending upon how well you do it. Your workouts now, what do you try to work on? Uh, what's your schedule? How many times a week do you work out? I, I know it takes a lot of work to get where you are. Yes, sir. It's usually uh, four days a week and about an hour, hour and a half each day. And I, you know, I try to go real fast through the workouts and not a lot of resting and everything. Guitar fight from Fooly Cooly. I hate this place, dude. Snooper before that with fitness and be your own pet with never again. Thank you, Tennessee, for having us in you. It was a great time. Uh, and that so concludes this week's uh, Do America segment. Uh, let us know if you know any bands from Tennessee or Mississippi. Send them to us. Uh, allmylinks.com slash the Moron Bro Show gives you all of our links and able to get a hold of us. Uh, also, you could just comment on the uh, post that corresponds with this episode. Let us know what you thought about our picks. Uh, moving on. Um, it's time, I think, CJ. I think it's enough Enough talk, enough adieu. It is time for everybody's new favorite segment here at the Moron Bros Show. We are 85 pages in to Mbop to the top, an unsolicited, unauthorized Biography of the band Hanson by Jill. <laughs> oh, cocksucker Norm from back in the day. Matthews loves the dick. So we filled Chris in uh, before the show, so you guys won't have to listen to us explain all of our theories and 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 uh, and and different things about uh, Mbop to the top again. Uh, but he did bring up something that I think busts the whole thing wide open, CJ. Uh, I agree. I think it's an interesting uh, wrinkle <laughs> to this whole situation. Chris, do you want to? Do you want to wrinkle in time? Right. Do you want to inform everybody what you what your what your conclusion was and and the prospect that you have given to us that has blown my mind? Well, we came to two possibilities. Right. But one being that in a, a world where we yet don't have time travel, right? Either. CJ has gone back in time and written this book at, under the pen name of Jill Matthews. Right, which is a story well-trained. Yep. 
Yep. Um, or more likely, Rourke. It was Rourke. Uh, Rourke in a time machine back to the height of Hanson Brothers making their commercial successful debut in 1997. Went back and that. In, just to have this bit. That just proposition. to have you guys read the whole book from front to back. Especially since you you told me some questionable things about this book thus far. <laughs> so. I think I think that it, that is probably the best suggestion. I think that that is probably the most likely thing is that uh, is that one of our listeners definitely went back and planted this book in the time machine that they don't yet possess but will in the future in order to get us to read this book, I, I, dude. As soon as you said that, my my brain, like an atomic bomb, like the, just a picture of the atomic bomb was just going off. I was like, oh my God, the, the, I, it, this makes so much more sense. I was so, I was so dead set it was on it being CJ. I thought the call was coming from inside the house and it's not. And that's the part that just has completely blown my mind. Just, just work. In the, in the distant, in the not so distant future, going around with his Bluetooth speaker, has the option at a time machine. Realizes, you know what made me really happy? <laughs> yeah, you know what was really <laughs> funny? To the top gets back to ninety seven. He's Dave, like, I was going to ninety seven anyway. No, but yeah. there was no Neil Matthews. Oh, but I have such good memories. Yes, well, I got to write the book. My thought is, right, is that is that Jill Matthews is a pen name of many different time travelers, right? Like, there's a bunch of different na- pen names for time travelers, and Jill Matthews is just one of them. And only three books have ever been written by time travelers who needed that pseudonym to use, right? And so they uh, used that one. Uh, for uh, the- <laughs> yeah, because somebody had some fond memories about a Zen garden, as you were saying. Right. And then yeah, somebody needed to write that Zen gardening book and someone needed a book about, uh, you know, new kids, kids on the block. On the block. <laughs> See, the eerie one is the moment you're like Zen garden. I'm like, uh, yeah, that could be an anonymous pain name. Then it's like, um, pardon me. New kids on the block and the Hanson right. biography. Yeah. Those <laughs> seem close in- enough. Yeah, I was about to say, it seems like somebody's in the industry. <laughs> right, right. Right? Well, maybe they're, maybe, who, see, that's the thing. Done it. Who's, who, ha- who has Zen Gardens in the 1980s, but people in the industry? And who is uh, dealing with boy bands in the 90s? People in the industry. It's just, it all and makes so much sense. And who lives in Japan and might have a Zen Garden? Rourke. And who could oh go back in God. time? Oh, my gosh. Rourke. He listens to another podcast that that is reading the new kids on the block book. <laughs> I'd love to find that podcast. I want to I want to hear that podcast too. Oh shit. Okay. Okay. Let's get to it. We're on page 85. Famous footballman Antonio Gates is our uh is our representing page 85 is our tribute to page 85. Uh famous tight end for the San Diego Chargers, uh, Antonio Gates. I think he like held a record for touchdowns at one point, but then Tony Gonzalez passed him and then retired. Beautiful. I mean, once you break the record, that's what it's all about, right? Right, but it was like they played together, like they played against each other a bunch, and then like 
Tony just played longer and then got the record and retired. Okay. Which is like, respect. Respect. I mean, isn't that the same thing that happened with no effects at RKL? True. <laughs> no effects just outlived RKL. <laughs> right. They're just like, you like, know what? Eventually. And then we can One retire. One of us was going to die of drugs and it wasn't no effects, which is wild. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> true <laughs> oh so we're on page 85 uh do you remember what happened in the last page cj i remember there was like a cliffhanger okay but that's we also didn't post the pictures we said we were gonna I, post i just i just scanned all of them into my phone while we okay cool okay cool yeah send them my way i'll post them with the uh weekly post uh, so yeah, we're in the middle of the sentence. If you want to know how this sentence started, you will have to go to uh, allmylinks.com slash the moron bro show, all the places you get podcasts and listen to the last episode. It's a good one, it's a long one. Average New York City sightseers when they visited last May. That's right. We found out they're simps for New York City, remember? Oh, yeah. They like New York City because they can they can use virtual reality in Times Square. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah. They were enamored by the concept of cities. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, small spaces with tall things really blew yeah. their minds. A lot of people in small yeah. areas. Every really. time I've driven, I've driven into Chicago three or four times since then you know like into the city yeah. and then up to the north side and every mm -hmm. time i think about that i'm like wow small <laughs> states tall buildings <laughs> i'll forever look at cities in a different way now yeah because you saw through the eyes of a caveman for just yeah. a split second <laughs> during the tourist bit had to be squeezed in between tv appearances photo sessions and marathon interviews during one they, they were on trl at one point oh for sure yeah i remember watching them on trl as a kid and kind of being like oh my god you know uh as we said i think the only ones they didn't fuck with was disney right that's true they never fucked with disney at all yeah I always thought that was weird, but now that we're like Disney talking didn't about support it, the fuck bus, dude. You know Disney didn't support the fuck bus. That's you know what? That's true. And if you can't back we the fuck bus. All right, Chris, I got a question for you. Ooh, good All question. Right, shoot, shoot. If you were Hanson <laughs> and you were brewing your own beer, what would you call that beer? What would you name it? Is this uh? Pre or post umbop? Post. Uh, post umbop. Post umbop? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Umbop, you know? No. Ooh, CJ, dude. He got, oh my God, you got so fucking close. Because this is a thing that actually exists. This is a real thing that exists, yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. And it's called umhops. Umhops. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that, that's a lot better. That's a lot you better. were so close, dude. Yeah. I thought we were watching. I thought I was. I was so sure we were watching somebody just sink a hole in one, dude. And I was you, like, I was you put it a it foot off IPA. on the green, dude. If I told it was an IPA. He would have had it for sure. Right? Oh my god, you fucking got so close. I was yeah, about to be I, so I, proud of I, you. Had you said that that was an IPA, that would have just nailed it home. Actually, oh my god, I would have stood up from so my hot. chair. 
I, oh. I would have stood up from my chair and ran down my so hallway. Close, yeah, so- <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Where I lost my spot here. Uh, during one head spinning week in May, Ike, Tay, and Zachariah were everywhere. Total media darlings, which gave their fans everywhere the perfect opportunity to get to know these darlings just a little bit better. Dude, she's calling them darlings way too fucking much, I think. Like, she's really going hard on the darlings thing. She's a sex pervert, dude. Why is she going so hard on the darlings thing, dude? All right, now we got a a mid-page header here. Uh, The header says, A week in the promotional life of Hanson. From Rosie to Reege? R-E-E-G-E? Oh my god, they were on Regis. Oh yeah, for to Regis to Katie, Dave and Jenny, and more. We got three brothers coming up, and they're gonna sing us a song. It's gonna be awesome. Sorry, I just... Fuck. Regis. Oh no, no, no. I always no, think I'm, about I mean, Regis and little Nicky when he's like, and I pulled out my baseball bat, and I kept beating him. <laughs> I just watched that the other day. <laughs> it's so good. The moment you just said that, what happened to you, Regis? Yeah. <laughs> so I got it's out so of my good. car and I beat him with a bat. <laughs> and then the Cardinals lie. Then they jump to the Cardinal and he's like, what? Uh, Moses this, Jesus that. Abraham hit me with a wiffle ball bat. That's <laughs> <laughs> such a good movie. I fucking love that movie, dude. It's, it's a great one. I, oh the best God. part is, while I was in Japan, I was like, I had a moment where I had the Henry Winkler covered in bees. <laughs> I, I don't know why that comes up so much for me, but it's <laughs> what's going on? Henry Winkler covered in bees. All right. Henry when I get Winkler. home, I'm going to watch Little Nicky. <laughs> covered in bees. <laughs> Sorry, Henry. <laughs> All right, let's find out about this promotional journey. The idea was to kick off the album. Already powered, of course, by the Comet Mbop. To that end, Hanson flew to New York, holed up in the uber cool Re- Regia Royal Hotel. Regal? Regalia? R H I G A. R H. Wait, what? Do it again. R H I G A. R H G? R H I G A. G A. Riga? I don't know. If we were rich, we'd probably know. We would, I think. We're not rich enough to read that word. Yeah. <laughs> There's a paywall on that word, yeah. and we do not we meet need, it. We need the DLC. Right. Where all the rock stars stay, it says in parenthesis. Yeah, see? that's Yeah, we wouldn't know how to spell that word or yeah. say it. And did back-to-back TV chat shows. Interviews and photo sessions with the top echelon of the entertainment press. I like how she said she was going to describe a day and like their media obligations, but she's just like vaguely describing what they're doing. Like it's, she's not like going through like eleven o'clock. We were at this and they did this and they did that. Right? It's just like they had meetings with the best photographers and all the studio executives. It's like. Okay, well, that's not, that's just descriptive. They still play a lot of their live shows. Yes, absolutely. No, actually, probably not. I don't think so. If they, if people yell it enough, I bet. 
Uh, I think that would push him even further away from it. You think? Because yeah. you'd have to accept it. Because, like, dude, it's been. Crowd, if you want Hanson to play Umbop in 2023, by the way, Chris, they did just put out an album last year. They're still an active touring band. They are. Um, I think you got to play it real coy. You can't bring up the Umbop. And then they give it uh, to you. Hey, it's just, it's just funny. It's like. Did you did you imagine that you would be reliving the nineties in the twenty twenties? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean that's yeah. Who's back think. now? The biscuit right. corn on their summer tour. Hanson never left. They, they've been a touring band this entire time, right? Where have they been big? They're just being hiding out. Big they anywhere, just- dude. They just they come from oil money. They. Come from oil money. They yeah. just be perpetually touring this little circuit. In yeah. real. I wish in we were kidding. Years. We've read this. We've read eighty-five pages of this book, yeah. and I can tell you that, like, their father has a major hand in their ability to continue to just tour. Like, they all there's like fourteen kids between the three of them, and like they just tour ostensibly. Like, like as as far yeah. as I can see, I don't like, think they're banking off hops. Right. Wait, wait, wait. As badly as I'd like to get my hand on some. Three of yeah. them have 14 offspring? Yes. Combined. Combined. Yeah, they're part 14. of a weird sect of Christian cultism. Yeah. They're like oh, evangelical I mean, Christians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, which, which is here nor there. I'm, I'm meaning like 14 people and you're saying they're dead? What is their dad like the babysitter of the extra people? Well, no, so no. I just mean that like having having the money and the stability that allows you to grow a family that large. Like, yeah, they had a hit in the nineties, but like, <clears throat> like to be able to sustain what they have, like, I think that there is definitely some positioning that has helped. Oh, I, I was just about to say the way that you sort of proposed that for a second was, well, they had that one hit in the 90s and they got 14 mouths to feed. I don't think that <laughs> hit is going to feed those 14 mice. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Oh my God, man. <laughs> That's what I'm you're saying. You're all going to starve because Oombop didn't do well enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that was been that's been one of the things that we've also kind of come to the realization through reading this book. Is that like the reason they never went with Disney and the reason that they never kind of became like the Jonas Brothers or like Miley Cyrus or anything like that was because of that like deeply, we think, religious like uh, background. We think that they they did not want to sell out to like a corporation that kind of just took over their image and their their music. Sorry, sorry. You you mean they didn't want (laughs) to... trade corporations from their religious overlord of you know the vatican <laughs> true no absolutely i mean like the yeah, original corporation religion they're, they're absolutely insane you tell you a rosary wrong. you know i wonder what the timeline is on scatman and umbop hitting it big you think there's you think there's a correlation i just made you know it was, it was just a it, there was a there was a a a time where you could, there was a small time where you, I think you could hit it as a, a scatter in pop culture in the nineties, okay. you know? Right. Well, what else? There was, there's, was, there was scatting and others and other things in the nineties as well. Maybe like some cherry pop and daddies or something. Right. Yeah. Like bop boo bop boo like that kind of stuff. Maybe Lou Bega comes off with a guy that's scattered on an album. I would put money that Lou Bega, Scattered. That's that's I'm gonna call that another educated shot in the dark. Right. Uh, 
Things you don't know, but you absolutely know. Yeah. Alright, here we go. Their days began early and ended late. They yeah, sang... See, it's just descriptive. That's <laughs> what she does, dude. She's a bad writer. She's not a good writer. That's why... It could be you, dude. I don't know. I think I'd be a better <laughs> writer than this. <laughs> Right, but no, but you're you're parodying what a good writer, like a bad writer, would look like. It could be AI, and I True. would do that. I you would do that. You would make AI write I am all of lazy it. as fuck. But CJ, you have to go back to 1997, which means no, but like monkeys on typewriters. Okay, that was the original AI. I think How do we would, get Shakespeare? He would write of- it in the future where he has a time machine and I would bring it with back, the AI it, that already yeah. exists because that would probably I would probably go even further into the future with even better AI oh for sure yep Except and when we've already completed this pot. right it'd still be smoking right yeah, so, much weed. Be so much weed so much weed before getting in the machine and forgetting the book that's how it ends up in my parents garage he just dropped it yeah, <laughs> he he meant to bring it like somewhere else. You look up how many copies of this actually are like published, or like uh, Rourke ordered one, bought one off of eBay. <laughs> he did. No, no, I'm meaning like originally, not like a a, a reprint, like oh. whatever the '97 of this is. Pricing, like, I have no idea. There was the seven editions. There were seven editions of this book. They, they needed the editing. The Scholastic Book Fair, I imagine, kept it afloat. No, no, no. Sorry, they needed the editing. Yeah, oh, yeah. Was the very first edition the book of this. The first, the first edition is not edited at all. No, no. I'm meaning like in general. I'm dyslexic, and uh, according to uh, Canada, they're like you're also reading and writing disabled. You're like this needed seven editions. I'm like, what did they write it like? backwards and upside down (laughs) basically i imagine because if this isn't the first edition uh and and this is like anything post second edition proofread before it was published yeah that's insane it couldn't have been even legible in the first edition I'm meaning the saddest part of them like because i'm looking at it on uh, amazon right now is just like you could get a copy of umbop to the top Unauthorized with bonus color photo insert. We have. I just took. I just took the pictures of the color photos. Go to Instagram, the Moron Bro Show on Instagram, <laughs> and follow us this week. Thanks for this opportunity, Chris. That's that's a good setup. Hey, perfect. Because uh, my, my thing already is like this book came out in '97. The fact that you have to say bonus color photos, like what was Dude. it going to be? You were going to cheap out and get black and white photos? Yeah. After telling she you there's used- going to be photos in here. She used emoji speak at different times within the book, which we thought was way groundbreaking and ahead of her time. That's another thing that made me think she's a time traveler. But it's spot on for an older white gentleman. But it's 97, dude. Not even an older white guy would know like that reference. That's what I'm saying is like, like it couldn't be like an older white guy because like they're sort of like co-opted language at that point would be like jive turkey like that kind of shit not using emojis sure i'm meaning uh, as an interesting one uh like completely off topic for a hot second could be somebody who speaks a different language straight up like something that works in for the same re- like yeah. emojis 
because yeah. Chinese itself is a pictographic language. Right. I, like a, a, a tree like, is a tree in like, like a, a literally meme factory. A tree. But from the nineties, like a meme factory, but like, it's just people writing these like quick biographies, just given bullet points. And then like, they have to amalgamate them into things. So like, it's just like, there's a writing factory. Jill Matthews is only a, is only a, a, a concept for this writing factory of people that I are also being contracted you, out by the entertainment industry. You have the yellow copy. Is It, it is that like Correct. pocketbook yeah. copy. Yeah. All right. Can I ask you where, the, like, as I, because uh, I've looked this up and down like probably 10 times now, why is Jill's name not capitalized? That's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Holy shit. Because she's like, not real, dude. She's not fucking real. Dude, every fucking episode we get closer to the truth, CJ, and we will get also there. has been capitalized at the top of the book. I mean, well, this is my question. Like, is that the first edition? Is it just so riddled full of spelling errors? <laughs> it's gotta be, dude. If this isn't the first edition again, it'll the first edition had to be unlegible. Like they just couldn't it was just scribbles uh, this, on pages. Unfortunately, like this might be me, dude, if I had a time machine. <laughs> I'm like looking at this, I'm like, why does this remind me of Big Brother's first album? Oh yeah, because nobody spell checked it or anything for me. It's like fury, I threw it out. I'm like Oh, that name was supposed to be capitalized. That isn't how you actually spell that. What did I do? <laughs> Amazing. I don't Jill see Matthews. anything in here about it being uh, any kind of edition, which makes me assume it's it's a first edition. Perfect. Thank God. Perfect. Yeah. Thank about God. All the errors on the first go, including that Jill makes it the best. Own name. It makes it the best version of the book to read, really, for our purposes. Illinois. Okay. Do you have a location? I think no, Scholastic Illinois. Illinois I think plus. Scholastic Illinois is a place, like a town. Yeah, it, we have a lot it, of them. It, <laughs> really, you have Scholastic Illinois. Is that like Beringer City in China? There's, there's like, there's like Centralia Illinois, and there's like a, a major shipping com- or a transport company and and co-op out of there called Centrella. And it's like the entire it, fucking town is basically like for that reason. Is there like a Penguin, Illinois? Well, the fuck, like, the Pullman, the Pullman neighborhoods in Chicago are all named after just the Pullman train cars that were built there uh, at the turn of the century. Like, I mean, there's a lot of shit like that. Oh no, no, that's that's wild because I'm just going like between like I guess Pocket Books then is a local printing facility for you guys, or is that just the fact that it was like a Pocket Digest by the looks of it? Like you I probably just, got this next to uh, a news. No, yeah, it says it says Archway Paperback published by Pocket Books. Then it says Pocket Books has uh publishing agencies in New York, London, Toronto, Sydney, Tokyo, and Singapore. Oh yeah, dude. It's cause it, like I said, this, this is like bought at like a scholastic book fair. Like it's like one of them things where like they just like sold out they were selling like all these like thousands of books to all these different fucking schools and shit. That's why it's riddled with fucking uh, 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 spelling errors because they were just like, get it out. It's, it's going to make money. It's 1997 and the, and the song is only going to be popular for six months. <laughs> They're advertising a book in here called uh, To the Stars, the Autobiography of George Takai, Star Fuck Trek's yeah. Mr. Sulu. 
Dude. I'm assuming they left some things out of that biography. There was 40 more years. <laughs> there was 40 more years on that book that they had uh-huh. no idea about. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But it, you just mentioned Toronto and all that. And I'm like, we had our own scholastic books up here too. Right. So, um, like, as I think about that, it's like, wait, scholastic books was selling this to children. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is that's meant for nine year olds. So why are you teaching? Maybe that's why I was diagnosed reading and writing disabled because I was reading books that were being edited by I don't know Jim Matthews. Like, you can't even spell her own name properly <laughs> on the cover of a book. On a book she was selling to people, like like the Hanson choice. I'm like. Yeah, sure. You can make it small. I guess that was like to entice people. But when you get down to Jill Matthews, you're like, who the hell? Like, like, I don't even want my fucking name on this. Well, dude, even an unauthorized biography, like, there's the only capitals in this are (laughs) Bop and Top, right? (laughs) Like, the. the Which means that they knew the capitals existed at some point. That's my. I'm confused. I'm genuinely (laughs) confused. I'm like, Hanson. In lowercase, but mm, bop. All the M's and the B are capitalized. Looks like Pocketbooks <laughs> has got a little kangaroo for their things. Maybe they really wanted quarters of Sydney. They really wanted to emphasize the mm on the mm bop. All right, CJ, if you're looking at that kangaroo, can you just like confirm to me that it looks like an Acme kangaroo, like from Looney yeah, Tunes? Yeah, for sure, absolutely. <laughs> Where do you get your kangaroo? Ah, from Acme, <laughs> along with Wiley and Looney Tunes. Yeah, that's what it looks like to me from like the picture I'm looking at. All right. Oh, I'm, I'm sure we've taken ourselves down the rabbit hole. <laughs> How much more <laughs> of the space do we have? We got like a, a three quarters of a paragraph left here. Let's go. All right. Where am I at, though? Where are we at, though? All right, I'm just going to start this paragraph over. Their days began early and ended late. They sang Mbop dozens of times and answered the same exact questions. How'd you get started? Do you really write your own music? What's Mbop about? Dozens upon dozens of times. Never once did any Hanson get cranky or fail to respond enthusiastically as if that was the first time anyone had asked that question. Now that takes work. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. No, those kids in the coal mines and stuff, they didn't do shit. Yeah. But those guys answering questions, man, they had a lot of. But like, that's the thing, though, is that they, of course, they were like that. They knew they had the bus to go back to, bro. Yeah. I'm meaning, like, have you deep dived the picture on your thing as you look at them? It's like. <laughs> Yeah, like looking at them emotionally, you're like one of them is too young to know what's going on. One of them is like happy. Seeing them do interviews now as adults is also pretty interesting because it's very clear they resent the fuck out of each other. Right, that they are just kind of floating. But why is it that the oldest just looks like he's like I've been stolen by my father on a bus? (laughs) Because he, yeah, I was gonna say he's going, he's kind of going through puberty in front of the entire country. He's the Gigi yeah. Allen of the Hanson brothers. <laughs> he just uh, broke down one day. How did he not? 
I mean, Gigi at least was from a religious family and had his own stuff. And you're telling me these guys uh, had the, the big, the big evangelical bus money, um, <laughs> which I didn't know until this evening. Oh really yeah, they lived they, they, like that. They lived in the middle of like these, uh, and they like were moved around to foreign countries uh, as children because their dad was like opening up uh, foresting uh, places to start oil mines. <laughs> yeah, oil wells in like different countries uh, for whatever co- uh, corporation he worked for, and so they they were living in like compounds in all these foreign countries for like five or six months. Is that well? Their father is like figuring out how to move from. We'll get we'll get out of the oil and we'll start strip mining Africa for cobalt. <laughs> yeah, probably. Well, now now then they just moved back to to Tulsa, and uh, and really rocked uh, out from there. Once they blew up, I think it was kind of just all their eggs in that basket. All right, are they in cahoots with like Children Christians Foundation? Probably, <laughs> probably, absolutely. Well, I, I'm just like uh, I started like getting into it recently. There's, a, like, there's a cycle of predation. Well, you know? they they were a part of oh, that yeah. like that sect of uh, evangelicals that like did all the homeschooling and like were in charge of like all the homeschooling stuff. Same as like the Duggars and stuff. All right, all right. Mm. I'm meaning I don't trust anybody with Jesus, and that's a, that's a good thing because I'm pretty sure everybody who is telling me about this guy is a, you know secondhand information. <laughs> <laughs> like honestly, like there's no good firsthand accounts. Nobody's like finding any good scripts. You're telling me that good these secondhand guys, accounts, really? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm meaning like the the truth of it is, it's like we made our money in Jesus. Did you though? Sounds like you made your money in oil. Sounds like you you, you oh, hit yeah. your taxes in Jesus. <laughs> if, if we're a church, then we don't have to pay taxes, right? Yeah, say, all if, right, we're a church. If it's just donations from people who own the oil, then it's not them making money from oil. Oh, man. It's like uh, gambling in Japan. Like, it's just got extra steps. And those extra that, steps oh, are magic. crazy pachinko shit up there, dude. Yeah. Uh, my buddy right, used to have some... one of those machines. I used to get so fucked up and play that shit for hours. Whatever you do, if you go to Japan and you do play pachinko, just remember, you don't give the balls to the lady like there. She'll just put them back in the machine. <laughs> <laughs> what a fuck. Oh, no, no, because that's the whole thing of gambling, right? It's your winnings are the balls, and then you walk to somewhere else in the neighborhood. Uh, I'm meaning, well, it was in Hiroshima that somewhere else was literally on the outside of the building. (laughs) They, like, walked out and made a right and went three doors down, and (laughs) there was. I was like, well, that's a little crazy. That's very close. This is the first place where I found the tuck shop. Yeah, (laughs) let's get back to Hanson Mbop. I was thinking that Rourke is uh, <laughs> one who wrote this. We got uh, one chunk of a running sentence left here at the, at the bottom of page 85. The whirlwind week that was began with what? <clears throat> what is this? The whirlwind week. A lot of W's in this sentence. She's trying to alliterate. What a yeah, fucking she's asshole. Fucking me. What an no, asshole. Jill Matthews. The whirlwind week that was began with what was intended to be a low-key appearance at Paramus. Paramus what? Paramus? 
Yeah. Where? What is this location? Paramiscuity. Oh, it's a. I think it's a, it's it's the name of a. It's the beginning of the name of a location. Yeah, they went to Club Paramiscuity. Oh, okay. To get That's more what I'm saying. Yeah, they were just trying to recruit for the bus, and then it turned into, oh, we got to go do TRL, you know? Yeah, you, you're doing TRL in those days. You're filling a bus up, boy. Oh, yeah. That's just bus. That's just bus. Uh, uh, bussing. Uh, as the bussing. kids would say today. Yeah, you're bussing, yeah. for sure. But that is, is that, where the, that where the vernacular came from? <laughs> I think so. I think so. Someone go to Urban Dictionary. Bussin. <laughs> by the Hanson brothers, you know, because the way that the Hansons roll is well, because it's trying to get people for their stuff, bus. Yeah. yeah, it's it's all the time travel that is involved with Hanson. I think that it's it's safe to say that is page eighty five of Mbop to the top. Uh, make sure to go and check out all the previous episodes to check out all the previous pages of Mbop to the top, and stick around. Come back next week for page eighty six and all the pages. Uh, for all the episodes beyond that. Okay, uh, it's Tuesday, CJ. It's Tuesday, and on a Tuesday, if you're a radio show and you are on the air on Tuesdays and you're not doing the thing that we're about to do right now, it's like, what are you doing, right? Like, who are you as a radio show? Like, as your identity as a radio show? Like, how can you not do this thing that we're about to do? And I know that we've already been talking a lot and kind of drawing things out, and I'm drawing it out even further right now. But I'm just saying. That like, it is like a thing that you have to do on Tuesdays, which is a two, 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 two. for Tuesday. We got a two for Tuesday here on the Moron Bro Show. We will not go quietly into the night without doing a two, a two for here on the Moron Bro Show. CJ, what do we got for this week's two for? Uh, we're gonna shout out Rourke again. We know, I know that No Means No is one of his favorite bands. Yeah. Uh, Thank you for writing that book, dude. It's a sick yeah. book. I thought it was a lot, a lot, a lot of airtime. <laughs> we have got a lot yeah. of content out of it. Uh, I was just about to say, actually, I guess the funny one is uh, not only are you thanking him for writing the book, but isn't No Means No also has the Hanson brothers? Yeah. Oh, it's shit. Like members yeah. of that. So isn't that an irony in itself just now as we go Fuck. from Hanson into. Sure, the wrinkles just can continue i mean I yeah i can't believe this you're just you're selling it more and more and you don't even have to sell it more but you're just finding more ron well, the, tr- the truth will you know always comes to light you know this is how he's getting all these death pulls with his time travel. Dude, that's how he's nailing death yeah. pool. We, Holy we shit. He allowed insider trading, and he was like, oh, I'll show you some insider trading. I'll go back to the future. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> go back to the future. <laughs> back to the past. Back to the future. <laughs> so we're going with a twofer of No Means No. I picked my favorite No Means No song. Chris picked his. I went with It's Catching Up. Would you go with Chris? Tired of Waiting, uh, which is funny because I don't even think you told me what your pick was before the show, but that was going to be my second pick if you picked my first pick. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Happy accidents here at the Moron Bro Show. Uh, 
two absolute bangers from No Means No. It's catching up. Tired of waiting. You're listening to the Mom Bros Show here at RealPunkRadio.com. Let's check it out.
got time, 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 when you got time, time, time. Tired of waiting because I find out there's only a very, very fine line between biding one's time and wasting one's time. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> 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 No means no, tired of waiting. A little bit of no means no, it's catching up. That's your twofer. That's our twofer for this week. Uh, And that's going to just about do it for us here at the Moron Bros Show. Uh, Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. Chris, thank you so much for uh, coming on the show and hanging out with us all, all, all night. Thanks for having me. It's been a blast. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Uh, you guys don't know this, but we've just been hanging out for hours talking and bullshitting. Uh, and and uh, hopefully it came through on the show that we uh, we, we just, just been chilling, just having a good time. Um, we've got one last thing to do before we get out of here, though. We have one last thing, and it is our death pool. Every single week, we try to select somebody that we think is going to die between this show and the next. It's not necessarily somebody that we want to die, but it's somebody that we think is going to die. And as long as death is going to be a thing, we might as well get some pizza out of it. Because if somebody dies that we pick, we will have a pizza party on the show. And if you go to any of our posts that correspond with this episode at allmylinks.com slash show, and you make your selection in the comments under the post, you can get yourself a pizza on us. That's right. We will door dash you a pizza, just like our good old friend Rourke. Uh, although now we think that he might be playing interdimensional slash time uh, jokes on us by writing books. So maybe the, the joke is you don't get the maybe. Oh, in the future, he's really mad that we didn't get him the pizzas. And so he wrote the book, went back in time and handed it to us. He was mad, but then he rewarded us? Well, wait, no. Okay, so it doesn't make sense. Well, We'll however he did it. Uh, Once again, after talking about it, there's a lot of spelling errors. (laughs) (laughs) This is just so much. Uh, It's AI wrote it, for sure. AI? Like, I I honestly, I'm, I'm having a hard time. I might go back in time at this point. Uh, I'm going to rewrite it just to make sure that it's done right. Yeah, I want everything in lowercase. But that's a name, Chris. Leave it. Oh, that's how we know it. That's how we know. That's how we know it was a joke. It's because we noticed it. And it's like, yeah, we did that just so you would notice it on the show. Oh, 
Well, I mean, jokes on all of us if it, if it's true with Rourke, because you owe him two pizzas because of this death pool, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I didn't hit uh, with I, Dick I, Van Dyke. All right. On the last right. episode, I picked CJ. Andy Taylor of Duran Duran. Oh yeah, he's not even on the list anymore. No, he's not. He'd be dead, and we wouldn't even know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you don't check up on your death pools? No, not like, really. I mean, you're just like yeah. game off a guy. I think this guy. Dude, might I have, die. I have, dude. There's like, I get every time a celebrity dies, like 13 different people text me. Yeah, we get, we get so many people that like will just mess. When somebody that we've picked before dies, we get messages about it. Oh man. When Kissinger oh, died, great. when Kissinger died, I got so many messages because I picked him every other week for like 2 years. And so like when he died, so many people reached out. It was incredible. I I felt really I was I felt proud of myself. It's just that's also hilarious. So you picked him every other week. So yeah. you were like you if you went to the casino, you're like Henry Kissinger on red. You know, let mm -hmm. him ride. Every other week. Every uh, at other some week. point, I gotta be. I gotta be right. I'll get my yeah. bet back. He was a monster, and he deserved to die. So I didn't have to feel bad about picking him. And then also, he's like a hundred. So it, and like karma, you know, you, you when you when you incinerate like a quarter million people for no reason, you would think that like death's coming for you, you know. So like, I, I was just really riding that one, and I got it eventually. I love the eventually, as if he, <laughs> as if he was going to break the laws of physics. Dude, dude just hold on. Before you say that, and before we laugh too hard at that, Jimmy Carter has been on hospice since February of last year. Oh, just and we, holding it out. Now, I don't know what to think now that we're past the holiday season. Right. He's still kicking. We've stopped picking him. We picked him for like months, and we stopped picking him because we were like, He's just not going to die. Like, we're wasting picks. He died on the 4th of July. Dude, that would be so goddamn American. It of would. course. If he died on 4th of July. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My God, man. <laughs> I think that's, that's actually a good, that's a good fucking dark horse pick for the year. If we're, like, just going pr just perspective. Remember, yeah, just got to remember. That's the hard it's part here at the Moron Bro Show. <laughs> Just jot down a little post-it note. All right, so, and July 4th, well, I hope this person dies. Right? <laughs> yeah, and then oh, just man. hope the FBI doesn't come into my office at any point. <laughs> it's like, he was planning on killing Jimmy Carter on July 4th. <laughs> he couldn't have just waited. What was his motivation? <laughs> a pizza. Yeah, a pizza. pizza. That's, the, that's the perfect That's the rub. That's the rub about picking politicians in this, is that, like, if they do die, you might get a phone call. Yeah, I mean, listen to three more episodes <laughs> of the Moron Bro Show. All right, if, if anybody from the government phones you about that, you should be like, so are you paying for the pizza? Since yeah. I got it right? Yeah, please, please pay for the pizza. You guys... Because like, I, I don't want to buy one for myself in the death you pool. You spend my money... Me, you spend my money on such stupid things so often. Can you please just purchase this Can one pizza? Can I trade pizza? my pizza credit to have two pizzas helicoptered into a man's house in Tokyo, Japan? <laughs> please. Or it just comes outside one day. It's just a fucking chopper coming down. 
dudes coming down on ropes with pizza. We're here for should the ask, Should ask Rourke how much he likes pizza buns. Because that's like a Ooh. staple thing that you can get at all of the okay. convenience stores. It's like so, a better version of a bagel bite. It's like if McCain, the best way to put it is like, if you think of like pizza pockets. Yeah. Okay. Like a, it, like a, yeah. A pizza pocket. Not the, what is it? Uh, I, I guess it's hot McCain pocket. or fucking Hot Pockets. Uh, similar. Uh, Pillsbury Pizza Pops are probably the best ones and the baked ones. Okay. At that, like the, the disc instead of the uh, quarter, like empanada looking ones. Um, that thing, if you take a Pillsbury like pizza pop and you put it in a bow, right? Like a steamed pork bun. Oh. That's what it is. Okay. They have it at all the places that we went to, like every. I still find it hilarious. Isn't like 7 Eleven from Oklahoma or something? <laughs> I think. Yeah, probably. Hey, I, in fact, I'm going to take a hot second. 7 Eleven is like, like the Hansons. One of the- are an yeah, export yeah. of Oklahoma. <laughs> are they actually? Yeah, Did yeah, I miss Tulsa. that part of the book already? <laughs> All right, awesome. So I'm, I'm meaning uh, 7-Eleven, let's see, history. Is, I'm, so, I'm pretty sure. So who are you going American with, CJ? Sorry. I'm going with the Pope, because fuck that guy. Okay, solid pick. I'm going with somebody who uh, probably often found themselves at 7-Elevens at 3 in the morning, uh, Charlie Sheen. Oh, he's probably yeah. killed multiple people at 7-Elevens yeah. at 3 in the morning. There's a, uh, there's like a MTV, I forget what it was called, it was like the Road Stories or whatever, but they were like short docs on hip-hop artists. <laughs> uh, and one of them was on DMX, and they were following around DMX. So that was the whole thing. Like they went on the bus with them on their tour, you know, and gotten like right. a day of their life. And it's like three o'clock in the morning at a seven eleven and DMX is just coked out of his mind. Probably cracked now that I think about it in retrospect. Most likely. Uh and he's just like talking to strangers uh, in the middle of fucking nowhere America at the seven eleven, like, yo, this is the best time to be a seven eleven dog. They're about to come in with the fresh ones, the fresh ones. And then they got there with the fresh. Then they got there with the fresh donuts, and he bought the whole truck of fresh donuts and just gave them all away to people. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. You know what? The best part of that whole thing that you just mentioned is, I think, as like North Americans, we have one experience of Seven Eleven is just that whatever's there is just being spinning. Yeah. Like the hot dog is just oh, being yeah. spinning there, and you have to ask the clerk, "How long is the hot dog being there?" Is it safe to eat? Should I buy it from you? <laughs> it's not safe to eat when it's fresh, man. <laughs> well, that's the best one. You just got a drunk DMX. I, I know I'm drunk, but I'm I'm not eating these old donuts. When yeah, does the I'll truck the come in? Ones. I will <laughs> wait for the truck. And the person who says, <laughs> as a clerk, I do not trust you. <laughs> so I'm going ridiculous. with Gary Busey. I don't know if I said that already. Okay. I'm going with Gary Busey. He looks like shit. Uh, but I'm, I, was, I was telling you before this uh, that we were looking at our death list, uh, which we'll be talking about on our Twitch channel later tonight. Uh, but I, I, I'm looking at our death list, and I think, I think, yeah, Clint Eastwood might be my, uh, might be my new Henry Kissinger. Your dark horse. Yeah, he's, he's debuting on the death list at number 19, which is my lucky number. 
and okay. uh, he's 94, which is good numbers in terms of death pool. It's pretty good numbers. It's hard to say, man. And being that full of hate, uh, you know, you might, it, it can go one of two ways. It'll either make you live forever or, you know, it'll slowly poison you. And I'm not sure where Clint Eastwood is on that spectrum, but I'm pretty sure it's not healthy, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Seems like he, he smokes a lot of cigars and stuff. He seems like one of them guys who's been henpecked into not smoking cigars. Yeah, but you know, like he's one of those guys who like talks about like how much he hates his wife, but like when he's at home, he's like, "Yes, dear." Oh like, yeah, total. Sin. You know, like total. Yeah. But like when he's out with his buddies, he's like, "Ah, the old ball and chain." Yeah. But like this bitch, right? But as soon as the door shuts behind him, he's just a goddamn teddy bear. Oh yeah. But he still gets a cigar in every now and then. Right? No, of course, of course. I lo- I love how we're just we're just living out the. <laughs> We're just living out Clint Eastwood's life in our head right now. Yeah, you just <laughs> the whole way across. You're like, uh, maybe he gets a cigar now and again. It's like poor guy. Like this is a like just a picture of like looking at him as he like gets into his old age. You're like, man, he wasn't a bad looking guy at one point, and then you look at him. There's like a thing from People magazine from a month ago, and you're like. Man, is he freaking old? <laughs> He's so goddamn oh, old. Holy Christ! How does <laughs> time go? How, how does time just do that? Right? He was he was our <laughs> age in the seventies, right? Oh my god! <laughs> time is a wild thing, right? <laughs> but those are our picks for Death Pool. Make sure to go to uh, our posts, allmylinks.com slash the Moron Bro Show, and make your death pool pick. Get yourself some pizza uh, on us, and uh, yeah, we'll make it happen. Uh, but that's going to just about do it. That's it. I think that's it. That's 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 the Moron Bro Show. Yeah. That's it. Uh, everybody should go check out Big Brother. Oh, my God. Go check out Big Brother. Uh, wild Card. These guys fucking rule. What else am I missing? Am I missing anything, Chris? Not that's active. Those okay. are the only two actives. <laughs> honestly, honestly, it has been the coolest part about doing this show over the last like two years that we're like we're we're bringing on guests of like people that we just completely truly enjoy the music they make. Like I, I like, dude, the, having you on the show is it's awesome. Just like the fact that I get to hang out. I listen to Big Brother all the fucking time. So like to hang out and just bullshit with you, it, it, it's fucking awesome thank you so much oh dude uh, i fucking enjoy like doing this and uh definitely i mean i've known cj in the music for so long now it's crazy like, yeah like <laughs> like you said as time quick one before you get time off, just move get off there. Yeah. when we were on tour my favorite part of like meeting rourke was just you messaging me and being like yeah so rourke's coming to your show i'm like really all right cool <laughs> then, then everybody in the band's like, so who is this guy? I'm like, my buddy CJ's friend who listens to the Moron Bros podcast. Like, small world, ain't it? And they're all like, how do you know this guy, though? I'm like, I don't. He's just a really nice guy. Like, I just met him. Like, I'm not sure what you want from me. They're like, all right. Wait, so now we're taking a picture with him. Yes, we're taking a picture with him. Like, <laughs> It's just cool so, man, how, so confused. <laughs> how the world how the world works. It's just like 
I don't know, man. It's 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 just really super fucking cool, and 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 I'm really happy that uh, that you got to meet Rourke and and hang out and have a good time. Oh yeah, man. I mean, when I do go back, I will. This is on air for the Moron Bros. At some point, I will help you with that pizza. If it means go. that I got to take them to Rocco's, because I want to go to Rocco's. There's a part of me that goes. <laughs> You've brought up Rocco's like four times now. I'm like, oh fuck yeah, he's going to Rocco's for sure. Hey, I, I've already told you I haven't been to the states for stuff. I'm like, ah, uh, maybe a justification of doing a Chicago show is just to go and eat, like deep dish in Chicago, right? Hell yeah. It's like going to see Rourke on a weekend. Rourke, I'm coming to Tokyo. <laughs> I have a pizza at, Ro- at Rocco's. You game? Let's go. I- <laughs> oh, man. Oh, but it's been a pleasure. And uh, I'm. it was great chilling and hanging out. I know those parts didn't get recorded, but just know we've been here for like six hours almost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So it's been a lot. It's obviously been a good time. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, seven, we'll get done. Uh, but we got two musical accompaniments left here at the end of the Moron Bros show. You know how we do it. We got a song by Don Lassac that called Thou Shalt Always Kill. Matt Wixon sent this to me this week and it's a fucking banger. Uh, and then for the EP, I wanted to pick what I think uh, for me and Keegan was clearly the uh, split slash EP of 2023 for both of us. Oh yeah. And that was the, they can't kill us all EP by apes of state and sister wife sex strike. You're listening to the more bro show here at real punk radio.com. I'm CJ. I'm Keegan. Thank you guys so much for listening. Chris, and then thank you. <laughs> thank you for having me. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Thank you. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. Just a band, the Clash, 
Just a band. Crass? Just a band. Minor threat? Just a band. The Cure? Just a band. The Smiths? Just a band. Nirvana? Just a band. The Pixies? Just a band. Oasis? Just a band. Radiohead? Just a band. Hip 
up. We're sailing past the point of desperation, so we're not asking permission. We're up for vengeance. Take back rights that were stolen from us. Singing, whoa, whoa, they can't kill us all. Whoa, whoa, they can't kill us all. Can't kill us all. rise again we've been pushed out of living in the cities that we grew up in but the need is more than we need them the system is dependent on complacency consumption and unmet needs to keep us to going into work every morning their pockets full and the profits soaring they use the police to do their bidding to keep us divided and keep us from seeing that freedom in the streets starts with unity not needing police starts with you and me so if you fuck up i'll still be your friend because we need all of us to fight all of them if you fuck up i'll still be your friend because if we hate cops you can't act like them oh if you fuck up i'll still be your friend what's a human without flaws used to be outlaws if we hate cops you can't act
best, bring your brightest. We've got to be smart if we're going to fight this. Global threat has started rising. Nuclear fallout is on the horizon. So grab a genius and start the crafting. We've already started drafting the mentally ill and their moms. Time to build an even bigger bomb. Propaganda serves a purpose. A militia is useless unless they're nervous. Trigger happy, angry children love to fight against the villain. So grab your best cops. Prisoners promise freedom if they learn to serve. Commies marching, we must save them all while we build an even bigger bomb. An even bigger bomb. An even bigger bomb. To protect all those who have less, send them into battle. Stay in our castles. It's our duty to protect. However unfortunate, this land we've stolen. Insurrection is growing. It's not evil to bomb your people. And burn what grows from the ground They're mining our mountains for diamonds and gold They're burning our trees and killing our souls No love for my country will fill in these holes I won't wait, I'll live my life today Pick the apple, take a bite Try to get some sleep at night Strike a match, plow the field Some light inside again. 